welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are so glad to have you with us today. We've been praying for the nations, and we just want to give God praise for all of his children that are united in one mind and one accord around the world. We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast, and we want to preach about the substance of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that is he himself, Jesus, the wonderful King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no other God like him. There's no other God like him because he is the only living and true God. He is Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of the Father, and he is the one who has given his life that he who believes on him shall have eternal life. We just give Jesus praise today. We give him praise, honor, and glory. Though we're living in perilous times, we know who Jesus is. And just as the prophet Daniel said, those who know God shall do great exploits. And we just thank the Lord Jesus Christ for you today. If you know Jesus, then you are my brother and you are my sister in the Lord. And we send the love of God into the nations from here in the United States of America. We are all around the world living in the end times. We believe that it is not long before Jesus Christ comes back for his church. And if you are born again, you are part of that church. Oh, what a wonderful day and hour it is for those that are saved. Now, it is not a wonderful season and time for those that are lost because the world is ripening for God's judgment. We know the book, the holy book, the word of God. We know it from the beginning to the end. And we know that the church of Jesus Christ, his children, the born-again ones, have all, everything to look forward to because soon and very soon Jesus will come for us. But those that do not know Jesus Christ, oh, they have a tribulation that will last seven years, such as never has the world seen. Oh, my, and they will go through it if they do not repent and accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. They will have to face a very dark hour. And, oh, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that if anyone be listening under the sound of my voice and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you need to repent of your sins, believe in Jesus as the only Son of God that was given as a sacrifice for your sins, gave his life, died on the Calvary, rose from the grave three days later. Forty days after that, he ascended to the right hand of the Father and is in heaven right now, praying for your soul to be saved. Jesus said, I am the way and I am truth and I am life. There is no other way into the kingdom of God, into heaven and having eternity with Jesus than to come through him. He is the open door. He is the only way in. And Jesus, we just pray that the Holy Spirit would be able to convict the lost that are listening to the broadcast 
that they would know and understand if someone has told them there's another way into heaven that they have lied to them. There is only one way, and that is through believing in Jesus Christ as the Savior of the world. He is coming for the people. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that the Lord is coming back with a shout. He's going to appear in the eastern sky. He's going to come on a cloud of glory, and he is going to to come with a shout and all of his people that the dead shall rise in Christ first and then those that remain shall be caught up with them in the air we are going to be raptured before the tribulation and we thank God that we know the truth we thank the Lord that those that are listening that are not saved are coming under conviction for their sins for the very sin of not believing that Jesus Christ is the only way. Holy Spirit, we ask that you deal with them. Deal with every person that's listening. Oh, Lord, don't even let them turn off this radio broadcast. Deal with their heart. Give them a desire to receive the truth, a desire to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. He is the one and the only one that can set you free from the sin that has dominion over your life. Satan is a cruel taskmaster. He has no mercy. He is evil. Oh, he lies. He is the father of all lies. Oh, Jesus, I just pray that their eyes, the scales would drop off of their eyes right now and they would repent of their unbelief, that they would repent of all sin and ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive them for not believing in you as the Savior of the world. Oh, that they would repent of all those sins that they've committed, knowing, Lord Jesus, that you shed your blood, that they might be forgiven. Jesus is a forgiving God. He loves every human being. He's create, he is the creator of all people. He hates the sin, but he loves you, and he will forgive you. He will open his arms, and he will welcome you into his kingdom as you welcome him into your heart through faith that he is the son of God, that he is the Messiah, that he is the only way in. Oh, we thank you. We thank you for the people that are repenting right now. We thank you for those that are saying, they'll forgive me, Jesus, I never believed that you were the Savior. Oh, he's forgiving you. He's washing your sins away. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you would, you would heal the sick that are listening to this broadcast because Jesus is our Savior, but he is also our healer. He is our sustainer. He is our deliverer. He is the great I am. Hallelujah. He is the great I am, which means he's the source of all things. Power belongs to Jesus power belongs to God oh there is none greater than Jesus Christ we thank you Lord for this opportunity to speak of your holy name Jesus has a name above all names he is a mighty God he is all powerful Jesus is all knowing he's omnipresent he is everywhere there is no running from God because he is everywhere Jesus is on the throne Jesus is praying for you. He is praying that your faith in him, church, will not fail in these end times. Jesus Christ is praying for you. Be strong 
and be of good courage. I want you to know and understand that the Lord is what he is saying to you in this hour. He is speaking to the people of God. He's speaking, Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God is forceful. It is all-powerful. The word, the life, the presence, the power that is speaking to you under the anointing of God's word, it will cut and divide even to the very marrow of your bones and absolutely everything else there must be discharged if it is not of God. Sometimes we do not fully even reflect on this wonderful truth. The word, the life, the Christ who is the word divides you from soul affection, from human weakness, from all depravity. The blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse you until your soul is purified and your nature is destroyed by the nature of the living Christ. In Christ we have encountered divine resurrection touches. In the greatest work God ever did on the face of the earth, Christ was raised from the dead by the operation of the power of God. As the resurrection of Christ operates in our hearts, it will dethrone wrong things and will build right things. Callousness will have to change. Hardness will have to disappear. All evil thoughts will have to go. In the place of these will be lowliness of mind. What beautiful cooperation from God. Oh, in thought and power and holiness, the master made himself of no rep reputation, it says in Philippians 2, 7. We're speaking about Jesus Christ himself. He did not desire reputation and fame. He did not have to be known. Many times in the word of God, it says that when Jesus walked here on the face of the earth, he would do miracles and then tell the people, go and tell no one. Don't even speak my name. Don't tell anyone who did it. He was showing us a principle of having a humble spirit. In Philippians 2 and 3, it says, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than themselves. That means to value others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who being found in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every knee 
Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, one day every knee shall bow <laughs> of the things in heaven and of the things in earth and the things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. One day every knee shall bow. Every human being that has ever been created all the way back to Adam and Eve. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Why not do it now? Why not say, Jesus, I believe now. I choose to bow my knee to you now. I won't have to wait on that day when everyone, every unbeliever, every atheist will have to bow their knee before a holy God and repent of their unbelief. Oh, hallelujah. But it will be too late for them if they have already died on judgment day. Time's up. Time's up for us all on judgment day. There'll be no more time to make things right. Why not value Jesus now in the word and the way of escape from a hell that is real? Why not now? Well, there's still time. Change and allow Christ to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. You don't have to. If you're not saved, you don't have to spend an eternity in hell. And hell is a real place. It is a place where you will be tormented forever by Satan and his demonic spirit. So now is the time to repent of your sins and accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and your Master. He absolutely, Jesus, left the glory of heaven with all its wonders. He did that for you. He left it and submitted himself to humiliation. He went down into death for one purpose only, that he might destroy the power of death, even the devil, and deliver those people who all their lifetime have been subject to fear. Deliver them from the fear of death and the devil. Jesus Christ did this for you. He died for you. He was humiliated by the shame of the cross. He took stripes upon his back. He allowed them to put a crown of thorns in his head. He allowed them to pluck his beard from his face. He bore your shame. He bore your sorrow. He bore all of your griefs. He carried your sins upon him. That when you repent of all sin and choose to believe that he is the Savior, of the world, that he is the Messiah, that he is the perfect sacrifice for all mankind. Oh, as you accept him, he will come into your heart and the word of God will deliver you. He is the word. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 say this, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Jesus Christ died that you and I would be free from all bondage. Jesus' presence is the anointing, and the anointing destroys the yokes of bondage. 
you don't have to be bound by sin. In order to get free, you must believe the truth. That is the written word of God. All the way from the book of Genesis to the final book of Revelation. You must accept it as the word of God, as truth. How will this wonderful plan of God's come to pass? By transformation, people, by resurrection, thoughts of holiness, intense zeal for Jesus, desire for all of God until we live, live and move in the atmosphere of holiness, which is the atmosphere of God Almighty. If you will let go, God will take hold of you. He will set you free, and he will keep you. Philippians 2, 5 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Oh, have you ever been in that place with God where you knew that the word of the Lord had convicted you and was dealing with you? Have you ever been in that place of a, when, the, when the Lord's Spirit, the Holy Spirit would come and illuminate the word of God to you? And it would break a bondage in your mind. You no longer, for instance, would be bound by worry. But you began to think faith instead. Well, that was the resurrection life of the power of the word of God. Have you ever been a place where you were ill and you began to pray and believe the word of God? And all of a sudden, the supernatural power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit would touch you and you experience divine healing without the hand of a doctor, without the medicine of a doctor. Maybe that your experience was alone when you were by yourself, but God walked in that room, heard your cry, and he came and he healed you. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Resurrection life means living in the Spirit wakened into all likeness, made alive by the Holy Spirit of God. Are you lowly and meek in your mind? Have you repented of your pride? Have you said, Lord, forgive me of my pride. Forgive me of my rebellion. Forgive me of my stubbornness. For it is the divine plan of the Savior that you will become like him after you accept him as your Savior. You must be born again. Jesus told Nicodemus in the Gospel of John chapter 3. He said, Nicodemus, you must be born again. And Nicodemus said, what do you mean? Must I go back into my mother's womb? and be born all over again. And Jesus went on to tell him that no, he meant it was a spiritual birth. When we repent of our sins and accept Christ as our Savior, there is a spiritual new birth that takes place. The Holy Spirit comes and has dwells within the believer. And the divine nature of Christ himself through the Holy Spirit is imparted to you. And that's why only he can change an evil mind. Only he can take a corrupt mind, a selfish mind, a selfish heart, take it and change it into a mind of pure thought, change it into a heart of compassion instead of a heart of evil and wickedness. Our God is all-powerful. We must strive towards the Holy Spirit doing the full work of Christ in our lives. We must deny ourselves. I ask you this, do you desire to be like Jesus? 
Oh, there's, there is nothing but yourself, you, that can hinder you in this. You are the one who stops this from happening. You are the one who stops the life of God in you if you're born again from living. Jesus will never force his way on you. He will never force himself on you. Hallelujah. He is a kind and loving God, yet he is fair and just and holy. He is holy. And the word of God says, no man shall see the Lord Jesus but by holiness. So we have to strive and work with the Holy Spirit and repent when we need to and believe the word of God. Take it and believe it, for Jesus is alive in the word. When ministering, oh, praise the name of the Lord. When you're ministering to the lame, the weary, and the blind, and the diseased, you must have faith. You must have the faith of a child that just because Jesus said it, hallelujah, they can be made whole. Just because Jesus said, by my stripes you shall be healed, that's what you need to believe. Amen. We need to believe in the divine nature of Christ. We need to believe in the written word of God with all of our heart. We need to take it as it is. We need to believe Jesus. God rejoices when we manifest a faith that holds him to his word. Are you sick today? Well, then I hold Jesus to his word. He said, whatsoever I ask in his name, I shall receive the answer if I only believe. Now, remember the broadcast name. I believe in Jesus. Then that means I believe in miracles. That means I believe in the written word of God. That means I believe Jesus is the word. That means I put my faith in the blood that he shed. That means I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that I don't have to be there laying hands on you for you to be healed. No man or woman needs to be there for you to be healed. If you're sick right now and you believe in Jesus Christ and you believe in the written word of God, then accept by faith that Jesus Christ is going to heal you from that disease because the word of God also says that Jesus heals all manner of sickness and disease. And there is no sickness and there is no disease that is greater than Jesus Christ because when his blood ran from his body, hallelujah, on Calvary, and when that blood ran down his back after they whipped him with the cat of nine tails long ago, oh, it was all for a purpose that he allowed it, a divine purpose, for he could have called down 10,000 angels. He allowed it so that you would be healed. There always has to be the shedding of blood, the sacrifice of blood in order to receive the blessing. Jesus was that ultimate, perfect, holy sacrifice that you might be saved, that you might be delivered, that you might be healed, that you might know him as your God, and that you might be able to do greater works on this earth than even he did. That's what the word of the Lord says in the book of John chapter 14, that we, the people of God, shall do greater works even than Jesus did. Oh, we thank you, Lord God, for those that are being healed. I take authority over the powers of darkness. I bind you, Satan, from the bodies 
the physical bodies of God's people. I take authority over sickness. I take authority over disease. I take authority over doubt. I take authority over fear. I take authority over all the powers of darkness because Jesus Christ himself has triumphed over them and he has given his people power and authority and Lord I ask that you release your healing power on sick bodies I ask you Lord I believe beyond shadow of a doubt you can open blind eyes as we speak the word of God you can open deaf ears I bind and rebuke every deaf and dumb spirit from the people of God that are praying for the miracle that their ears be open right now in Jesus name I don't have to see it to believe it. It is written. It is written, and that's good enough for me, that all things are possible with Jesus, that there is nothing impossible with my God, and my God is Jesus Christ, and I am not ashamed of him. And I pray right now for the saints of God that are listening to this, that in these perilous times, times of great trouble and turmoil, Oh, and as it grows darker upon the face of the earth before the return of the Lord, I pray that the church that is listening tonight will be strengthened. I bind the enemy from the pastors. I bind the enemy from their flocks. I bind the enemy, oh, Lord Jesus, from their families. I plead your precious blood over your people's minds, souls, and bodies. I pray, Lord God, that for those that are being persecuted around the world, that may even be on the run, I remind you, children of God, that Jesus Christ has not forgotten you. For in the book of Isaiah chapter 49, it says that you are on the palm of his hands. You have been engrafted on the palm of his hands. Oh, he sees you. He has not forgotten you. He knows where you are. Your face is ever before him. He loves you. He's strengthening you right now. He's telling you to hold on. He's telling you not to let go. He's telling you, oh, and he's praying that your faith does not fail in this hour. But he's praying that you will endure. And, Lord, I release the grace of God upon their lives in Jesus' name. Be blessed, children of God. Be blessed and stand strong. Don't stop believing. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is with you. Oh, what a beautiful statement it is when we meditate on his promise that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Don't forsake him, but draw nigh unto the Lord, and he will draw near to you.